commit to the play and don't feel like you're the worst one in the class. It's really cool to kind of see them think outside of the box. Sometimes those criticisms aren't necessarily right. It's a great idea, but it has to be educational. Hello, everyone. My name is Wesley Schofield. No, no. My turn. I'm the host this time. I'm going to be interviewing Wesley Schofield, and my name is Zach Placencia. I am your host of The Green Room, and this is... <laughs> this is going to be a good episode. All right. So, Wesley, mm -hmm. you're the one that's usually the face of Studio 128. You're usually the one hosting these podcasts and the marquee and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if anyone has really heard your whole story or everything. You've been asking everyone theirs. So, what is your story? How did you come to get this job? So I've been working at the studio now for almost three years, I think. Um, I was unemployed for a while and sitting at home, and I decided, I was like, I'm going to get back into graphic design and stuff. I want to start the clothing brand, Lighthouse Collective. And so I downloaded a torrent of Photoshop again because I couldn't afford it at the time. So I started doing that, got Illustrator as well, uh, followed a bunch of tutorials. I was making logos and started making T-shirt designs and stuff. And then I saw a ad on Instagram that was like, hey, do you have Photoshop experience? I was like, I sure do. <laughs> so I, uh, I went to the theater and I applied for it. Or maybe I sent him an email first, either way. Um, and then I went in to get a, a real paper application. And the person behind the counter instead handed me a job responsibility sheet. So there was nothing to sign. It so was you just, basically already got it? It was a list of items. So yeah, I was like, oh, dude, I... I just rocked that interview. I just got it immediately. Didn't have to apply. I did have to after a while because uh. <laughs> wrong sheet. Um, <laughs> so I started photoshopping flyers here just for the summer programs that were coming up at that time. Um, it was really like I was here for like two hours a day. Photoshopped them left. And then I think eventually once the classes started was also around the time I was getting back into YouTube, but only on my phone. So I was recording some of the classes and the Wham Festival, just like on my phone, made some videos for them. People really started liking them. So I was like, okay, cool. So we started making a bunch of videos. And then things just escalated from there pretty pretty hard. Huh. So how did you feel when you like got a job like this? Because Wesley always tells me that he wants, when he was little, he wanted to be an artist for a living. And now you basically are maybe not in the same way you thought before mm -hmm. but videos artistic all the things we do here is pretty creative so how did that feel from going from having a job that was like a regular job to not having one to like how did you feel were you pretty pumped ah oh, dude i was super pumped like every day was so exciting because it was just like oh my god i just spent two hours like making a design i think it's super dope and then like everyone else thought it was dope and i, I got money for that like what the heck because like it wasn't very much money at first you know because i was only working like two hours a day so it was like whatever yeah so like at that it was it was almost irrelevant getting paid for it but it was kind of like the a little spice on top um just getting like requested to come in to do this like you feel excited about it that was really really cool and then to see them printed and like posted and people like interacting with those kind of ads i was like oh my god like that was really really cool yeah um, but now like, especially have do have done it for so long, you know, have been doing it for so long. It's like, I understand more of the work aspects to it. Like I still definitely like, I feel so grateful that I get to do it, 
but like there's some days like that are hard and it's yeah. just like oh, this is a job like dang it i'm not just like making art for fun yeah but it kind of gives you an extra responsibility that like nothing is sacred josh allred told me that um that like nothing is sacred in what you do for like advertising so quality is like definitely something you want to meet and like you feel satisfied creatively by doing that but like you understand that like this flyer is going to be consumed x amount of times and then it's going away forever yeah same with video ads like some of them you can look back on but they're still like once the thing has happened they're kind of irrelevant um so it that feels nice to be like i'm just getting it out just doing it just doing it it forces you to publish and not second guess too much yeah (laughs) which is something i do all the time for my personal content second guess and i don't publish yeah but for here it's just like boom gotta get it out and it's done yeah so that feels really cool because i mean of course you still want it to be up to a certain par because it it reflects on you and your work and everything but Mm -hmm. yeah you gotta meet the deadlines and everything um so I'm pretty sure you never thought you'd be able to find a job like this here in Wilcox, right? 10,000% no. No. <laughs> <laughs> like even, I mean, even now, like some, like when we filmed the marquee or something and that, the, the news episode one, <laughs> we're like playing with each other's arms and doing the weird <laughs> stuff. Like that, I'm always just like, this isn't real. Yeah. Like this is not a job. No that's, one that's does stuff we this. would make like just for fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So especially like here, here in this small town, having a job like this is like absolutely unreal. And I would like to be able to like have more people understand that it's like possible. Cause like, I mean, I'm not going to be here forever. So like, obviously like if the organization continues and we keep enriching what we're doing, like more people get to do what I get to do. And that's super rad. Yeah. So like with that, like, I don't know if you have any advice or something you could tell someone that's maybe from Wilcox or from a small town that, that wants to have like a job like this, but um, doesn't really think they can get there. Doesn't know if the community offers it. Like, how, what would you say to kind of help them out if you have anything? Okay, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, with nowadays, everyone needs something made. Bottom line, like whether it's someone in your town or someone out of your town, like people are looking for things to be made. Go around to any local business, and like if you have like a week of Photoshop experience, you can do this. So like go to any local business and be like, hey, I saw that your logo might be suffering with whatever. I'm just getting new into the thing. Can I do it? Like, especially for the first couple, if you really only have a week of experience, probably just do it for free. Yeah. But like that will definitely push you to do like more stuff and it gets you kind of obsessed with the outcome because like it will be publicly displayed. And like that feels kind of good. Even if no one knows you did it, you know, and it's really dope to see. Um, but definitely like offer anything level, like skill-based offer anything based on your experience. And then as you kind of move forward, like finding out how much to charge people, or even if it's, you're looking to be employed by an organization like this, um, sometimes like churches do things like whether it's video production or graphic design depends on the size of the church. Um, but look for a nonprofit, like they probably can't pay you a lot. You probably won't have a lot of hours, but like they will employ you to make things like nonprofits are trying to spread a message. They're trying to better the community. So like advertising is the key to that. So get your foot in the door there and just kind of like be nice, be optimistic, you know, like, and definitely honest with your skill. Like if someone's like, Hey, can you do this 15 spread booklet? Be like, 
I just downloaded the program like a week ago. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. But if you've been like messing with it for a while, like, yeah, heck yeah, I could do that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, just definitely like, I didn't think this was a job in my town, probably because I didn't investigate very, very well. You know, yeah. it was more presented to me. But like, if you know of a place in your town or you're like me and you didn't know, like probably the nonprofits are the way to go. Like the people to ask first. Or a movie theater, because <laughs> they might be doing something weird on the side. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so I guess, like, what are some things that inspire your art? It's probably a lot, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! So I'm like, I I nerd about this all the time. Well, like, well, maybe you should tell them everything that you do create, because I know like you. Yeah. Because they know you. Okay. Yeah. You know. Okay, I mean? so video is definitely my main practice right now but i'm most experienced in graphic design just because i've been doing it the longest um traditional art like sketching uh pen and ink i really like um i'm kind of like i mean i've messed with after effects a couple times i'm sort of halfway okay in illustrator yeah <laughs> um but like essentially i like i make videos i make images i kind of write a, a tiny bit um mostly for screen stuff like this but yeah, I just, I make things all, all, all across the board. Okay. <laughs> so, but the things that inspire me, like I won't like, I'll, I'll try to be broad because being specific, I'll just be listing people's names all day. Yeah. So the first thing that is like, what drives me is like nostalgia. I love Pokemon. I love nineties TV shows, like old music, like, or looking for key points of music interest in my life. Like. 20 like 2008 post hardcore like screamo like attack attack oh that drives me because like it reminds me of a time same with pokemon and like anything like that nostalgia definitely fuels like everything i do i love the art styles the sounds the feeling of it it feels like old but genuine but still relevant and fresh which that all those things are contradictory but that's how it feels <laughs> um so then second thing that definitely inspires me is just like taste versus skill like i have a very high taste in like fine art and fashion and video like i feel really sensitive to these kinds of things that the just high quality stuff and so like my taste is up here looking for like designer premium skill but i'm still like working up to that um but like themes like i really like anime but i also really like more hardcore grungy stuff like metal band covers and like really like metal band names that they're all like you can't even understand what they're they are they're just yeah. a, a blur i like those um i like really contemporary art i like i mean peter mckinnon and casey neistat are like my two favorite filmmakers so but taste versus skill is something i really believe in and that's what kind of keeps me trying to go forward is my taste is here my skill needs to meet that yeah um Creative Pep Talk podcast, Andy J Pizza. Andy J Pizza is, he is inspiration. Oh my gosh. That dude pumps me up. But to be more broad, I really love podcasts in general. Those keep me inspired. I read a lot of online articles. I kind of Google everything, like how to, what is, why is. Like, I'm really into philosophy in general. Like, oh my gosh. Mindset and philosophy, that's amazing. Like I said, I could totally ramble. I could ramble about this topic forever. So I'm going to push it back to you. <laughs> so uh, do you have like a preference of 
what type of art to do? Like video, painting, do you have like a mm, favorite? Mm. Um, no, not really, just because like it totally depends on what I'm in the mood for. And like, because sometimes I have a story in my head that I really want to express visually. So I'll do, I'll do video for that. Because usually when I create images, I'm not totally trying to tell a story. I'm usually trying to convey information or just, this is dumb, but just make something that looks cool. Like there's not a lot of more depth behind that. Um, however, when I'm like designing clothes, I do want it to present a story in some way, just instantly. Um, but it really depends on the mood. But I definitely prefer shooting film over editing it. Um, I just think the shooting part is more fun, but the editing part is more satisfying once it's done. Yeah, It's just a slow process. For photos, again, I like the editing part on photos. I don't like shooting them as much because I always doubt if it's good. Um, in making like sketching or even digital art, I don't know. It's kind of hard to pick one, but depends on the mood for sure. But also it just depends on what I'm trying to create because that's why I like being so broad and like what I can do is it's not really about what I am making. It's just that like, what can I make differently across all these different mediums? And that that's what's inspiring too, is like not really what it is, but how it happened. I think that's cool. So I know we talked about how like going back to the whole, um, talking to businesses, asking to do something for free, like that's going to kind of push you to, um, make something creatively. Um, do you have any tips for like, I guess learning like, uh, like how, how do you learn? Do you just like Google it? Do you just look it up on YouTube? Yeah. So like when I want to learn a new skill, definitely YouTube. That's just, that's just how it is. I don't know. You can find really anything you want on there. And it's weird when I just watch a, I just watch a lot of YouTube, like whether it's tutorials or vlogs or just rabbit hole kind of content. Like I consume stuff on that platform a million percent. And so I've curated all of the things I'm subscribed to everything I follow. Like it's curated to kind of make me learn through experience. Like there's really only one or two channels I follow that are just purely for like comedy or enjoyment. Yeah. Everything else is either skate skateboard related, business related or art related. And they all funnel into each other. Like it's all learning, like dudes learning how to build their businesses. It's all channels about like design and video tutorial things. So like everything I'm being exposed to is constantly pushing me to learn a new thing. And so like, YouTube is definitely the number one. Skillshare really isn't that expensive, but dang, they got some in-depth classes. Like, it's so good. Like, I didn't, I don't like the idea of college because it's you're paying a lot of money for stuff. But online courses like that, like full-time filmmaker, was like eight hundred dollars, and then you have it for life. You just and there's new stuff being updated to yeah. it. Amazing. But Skillshare, like, there's new classes all the time. I think it's like maybe a hundred dollars a year, but it's like. You're not paying for stuff you don't care about. I'm not going there to learn math or history or whatever. They might have classes on that, though. I don't know. But, like, I'm going there because I need to learn After Effects. Boom, I have it. And it's, like, high quality. It's from people I know and trust. Like, that's dope. So Skillshare, YouTube, and podcasts. But genuine, like, experimentation with stuff like this, like, you're not going to break it. And if you make something bad, no one has to see it. So just go in and, like, 
film the weirdest b-roll you possibly can start making designs that don't make sense like play with the text tool download different fonts like just play around that'll teach you more than anything yeah like because a lot of times i do stuff by accident and i'm like oh my god yeah (laughs) so like just play with it like it's not gonna explode and if it's bad no one has to see it yeah what about criticism though do you ever get criticized and how you deal with it Hmm. Um, or is all your stuff just super golden and all I do is make banger videos, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a future reference. So, future reference. Yeah, <laughs> reference from the future. <laughs> um, okay, so how do I deal with criticism? Um, I mean, honestly, like some stuff will just genuinely hurt your feelings, kind of no matter what. But like, understand that the difference between criticism and just straight up like hate. Yeah. So if someone says it's ugly. I mean, okay, for one, art is completely subjective. So you're ugly and my ugly are two different uglies. Exactly. So understand the value in that. Understanding the value in other people's opinions in general is important. I'm not going to get too into like that kind of philosophy. But like, look, if you believe in your work and there's one other person you believe in that believes in your work, that should be enough. And understanding that everyone else's opinion is completely subjective. So... Moving on from there, if someone says, I hate it, that's not, that doesn't help me. So I literally don't care. Because if they said, I don't like it because cinematography was bad or your editing was choppy, I'd be like, hmm, yeah, so my technique is what's bad. So I can then change. I can understand. Um, I mean, it's nice if people are nice about it. Being like, Next time, definitely use warp stabilizer. Or next time, yeah. dude, turn down the stroke on that font. Like, what are you doing? I can I can work with that better than you suck. So <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help anyone. When no. So understanding like the kinds of criticism versus kinds of hate will definitely just help you move forward. Um, and understanding some people just don't like stuff. That's just how it is. So yeah, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, I like that. So I think you've given some really great tips for the listeners do you have anything else any like anything else that would just hit hard and for the listeners hmm this is my time this is your time dude your one-liner that's just the banger comment right here so kind of building on like what zach touched on last week is like if you're a creative or you don't think you're creative it's definitely a muscle you got to work on it every day but for the people who do want to be creative who really believe in this field and like this is their passion like Everything you make today will be worse than what you make tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Like incremental progress will blow your mind. It might not seem like you're making a lot of progress right now. And even sometimes it feels like you're not doing anything at all. You're just kind of like running the same cycle. You're doing the same things. But like finding inspiration, understanding that like if your taste is here and your skill meets it, that is something I freaking like, mm, that is key, dude. Like yeah, you, you can train anyone to learn Photoshop, to slap text on a page. But like, if you don't really feel it and you're not trying to like impact someone, like that won't ever, you can't force that in there. And so like, if you love dope stuff, like you just, you know the things you like, you feel like you follow and you engage and you're passionate about like the things you love, like your art will continually try to hit that. And that's amazing. Because then like you mix influences, you like, cross genres like 
you make something that's really unique because you have 50 things influencing you and it's all coming out in one stream. And even if you're not good today, you will eventually be good. Like when I started, gross. <laughs> what the heck? Oh my gosh. I look back at the stuff I was making in like 2010 for like my old YouTube channel. It's like, get rid of the bevelin and boss. Like, what are you doing? But now I understand when to use it. And so sometimes you're going to suck and you're going to make stuff that's really gross. But that's awesome because in five years or even in five days, you're going to make something super rad. Every day, make something. Whether it's a drawing, you're just photoshopping something. It doesn't have to be big or extravagant. But incremental progress will just, that's how you get your future self to be freaking awesome. <laughs> do something every day. So I'm assuming that's what you did to become freaking awesome, right? I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. That's all the stuff I got. So, Wesley, uh, where can the audience find you? Well, was sealed pretty much on everything. W-E-S-S-I-E-L-D on YouTube, Instagram, maybe even Facebook. Like, that's where I eventually post things, but I haven't, I haven't been very strong at that. So, oh, hey, it's Wesley on Instagram is my main thing. But one last tag... I'm always here making stuff. So follow Studio 128 or Wilcox Theater, whatever our Instagram name is. I follow, I manage the thing and I don't know. Follow Wilcox <laughs> Theater at Instagram and at YouTube and at Facebook and at everything else because that's where I'm making everything anyway. <laughs> All right, sweet dude. And cut. <laughs>